Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled Beliefs of the New Independent Fundamental Baptist Movement, or New IFB. This is a true contemporary story of how the Bible can be twisted by man to comply with his own sinful agenda. Repeated down through the ages, outliers of good biblical Christian theology can and have reinterpreted scripture to support destructive human behavior. Examples include the Crusades, slavery, and a host of other atrocities, all in the name of God and the heretical application of his word. Like whack-a-mole, as Christians reject past abuse of our doctrine, there surface new (coughs) subgroups of marginalized Christians whose views are abhorrent, inflammatory, and destructive to a biblical Christian worldview. One example calls themselves the New Independent Fundamentalist Baptist Movement, or New IFB. The New IFB was formed in 2017 by Stephen Anderson in response to what he saw as a growing liberalism among other independent Baptist churches in America. In 2019, the New IFB split after it was revealed that one of its founding church pastors had hired prostitutes. Currently, the new IFB is a loose confederation of approximately 30 churches, 22 of which are located in 16 U.S. states. Anderson continues to play a strong role in the administration and theology of the group for him from his church, Faithful World Baptist, Faithful Word Baptist, rather, located in Tempe, Arizona. Another controversial new IFB church, Steadfast Baptist Church, located in Watauga, Texas, is staffed by Pastor Jonathan Shelley. The pastors of the New Independent Fundamental Baptist Movement have differing theologies on many issues. However, the following represent their agreed-upon core beliefs. Salvation by faith alone. Once saved, always saved. KJV-only scripture. The reality of the Trinity. A biblical mandate for evangelism of the lost and the Bible as the inerrant Word of God. Reviewing the doctrinal statement for Faithful Word Baptist and its handouts for evangelism, they may seem extreme for many outside the church, but are in line with the theology of most independent Bible-believing fellowships, perhaps with the exception of KJV only and their overly aggressive calling out of specific behaviors. To some degree, It's not what they oppose which is controversial. It's the way they express their opposition that's so onerous. The movement opposes the following four points. Liberalism in all its forms, which includes woke culture, ESG, and CRT. Homosexuality, abortion, and Zionism. Of course, many biblical Christian denominations and independent churches are opposed to much of what liberalism stands for, as well as abortions and homosexual behavior. What's sadly unique about the new independent fundamental Baptist movement is its ferocity and rhetoric which they employ in their opposition. The following are a number of quotes broken down by three categories on what IFB pastors and leaders have been saying. 
First section, pastors call for the government to execute abortion doctors. Pastor Jimenez is quoted as saying, these Planned Parenthood abortion doctors deserve to be taken out by righteous government and put to death. Pastor Graber, abortion doctors today, every single one of them should be retroactively punished and put to death for their wicked, horrible sins. Brother Matthews, quote, abortionists ought to be put to death, unquote. Pastor Mejia, quote, God's word says that the people who own these abortion clinics should be put to death, unquote. Pastor Thompson, quote, if you put your child to death, it should be the death penalty for you, unquote. Deacon Ressi, quote, there's only one way to atone for the shedding of innocent blood, and that's through the death penalty, unquote. And then the second section, quote, preachers who suggest he is acting like Christ laments government isn't executing LGBTQ people, unquote. Quote, an Oklahoma Baptist preacher is angry the U.S. government isn't executing LGBTQ people and angry hate crime laws are, he claims, prohibiting violent attitudes toward expletive deleted and sodomites, is also suggesting he's acting like Jesus Christ by name-calling, unquote. Brother Alvarez, quote, if there would actually commit executions on the pedophile, executions on the expletive deleted, and on the sodomites. If they executed, executed, you know, and the adulterers are committing adultery with another man's wife, and then then we shouldn't have to call them out. There'd be no reason to call them out. A fox that is not a fox. But Jesus Christ wasn't afraid to call a fox a fox. He wasn't afraid to call names, unquote. Pastor Ayers, what Quote, what does God say is the answer, is the solution for the homosexual in 2022? Here in the New Testament, here in the book of Romans, they are worthy of death. These people should be put to death. And then finally, the Jews today are imposters, thereby uh, they promote anti-Semitism. Quote, they often claim that the Jews today worship Satan and the Star of David represents the devil, unquote. Quote, new IFB pastors also promote anti-Semitic tropes about Jewish power and control over sectors like finance, news media, and entertainment, unquote. Quote, new IFB pastors have also promoted Holocaust denial. In 2015, Pastor Stevens Anderson's presented a number of false claims in a video specifically addressing the so-called Holocaust hoax. Quote, Anderson also asserted that Holocaust survivors who recall Jews being burned in crematorias are paid liars and that Jews lied about the Holocaust to justify creating the state of Israel, unquote. Pastor Thompson, quote, I don't believe that six million Jews died for one second. If you believe in the whole Holocaust thing, whatever. But you know I've studied it, and I just don't think the math adds up, unquote. Pastor Fanon, quote, this is a group that claims to be Jewish today. They are of the devil. They are literally Satan. They are doing the devil's work, unquote. And finally, Pastor Jimenez, quote, 
Synagogue of Satan, of course. That's a reference to the Antichrist religion of Judaism and the Jews today, unquote. So what does the scripture say? First on abortion. In my view, God through the Bible makes clear that abortion is not his ideal as life begins at conception. However, we live in a sin-cursed world where dogmatic statements such as this are divisive and do not promote evangelism, the primary goal of Christians. As a person, much less a pastor or elder, promoting killing of those involved in abortion, this thinking is far out of bounds from the love and grace God offers all mankind. It's indefensible. On the subject of homosexuality, I believe the Bible rejects these physical relationships, 1 Corinthians 6 and 9, 1 Timothy 1.10. However, I also believe in the clarity of Romans 3.23, when God says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. No one is without the stain of daily sins, Mark 7.20.23, and the need for forgiveness, Romans 7.24. And finally, anti-Semitism. The Jews are God's firstborn, his chosen people, Deuteronomy 14.2. The ancestry and original supporters of Christ were Jews. The Bible goes so far as to clearly say our very salvation comes from the Jews, John 4.22. Scripture warns us that we need to be careful picking whom we oppose and that we might be fighting against God, Acts 5.38. Finally, the Lord is by no means finished with Israel, Romans 11.26, as the end times plays themselves out. So the point with homosexuality, abortion, and numerous other sins is that we all, every one of us, sin constantly, Mark 7.20. And yet, based on our individual understandings of Scripture, we continually ask for forgiveness and the strength to resist. In the end, those who confess Christ as Lord and Savior, having risen from the dead, Romans 10.9, and that salvation comes from grace alone through faith, in Christ alone, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, will find forgiveness of their sins. Those they understand, acknowledge, and repent of, and those actions and behaviors the Lord has chosen not to convict them of. What follows for all is eternity in heaven. The threat from a growing new independent fundamental Baptist subculture Biblical Christians are being challenged on many fronts. Some believe, as has always been the case, that our theology is indefensible and should be rejected outright. Others see Christian pro-life and other efforts as establishing moral standards as trying to take over control of this country. Further, most polls see the influence of Christians in general waning as evidenced by reduced church attendance, weakening core theology, and general liberalism and deconstructionism. When groups like the new IFB are grouped with the general population of Christians, they are used as a battering ram against those weak in their theology who are unwilling to defend their biblical Christian worldview and prefer to hide their faith while they back away from its fundamental principles documented in Scripture. Many desire to be inclusive within the general population, which as as it drifts further and further from traditional morality, becomes more difficult for Christians to maintain a biblical worldview while complying with a cultural moving target. So what are we to do when confronted with those who wish to call us homophobes, 
or woman haters or anti-Semites or just plain stupid for the belief in the supernatural. My response is no different than you would already know. First, recognize reality. We clearly know that in the end times, Christians are going to be increasingly persecuted. Hearts will grow cold, and itching ears will want to attach themselves to false doctrine. To be surprised or caught off guard is to forget how the disciples all died. Facing the reality that the name of Jesus both draws some to the cross and others to anger. Second, we need to draw close to God. The outcome of increasing persecution provides a watershed point of deciding if you are for Jesus and God's word or against it. Just as each of us has to make that decision for eternity, more and more we will be forced to confess or reject the truth with our mouth. The only way to have the strength and conviction to stay the course is to rely on God's strength and power through fellowship with other believers, i.e. the church, reading scripture, which is his love letter, and prayer, direct communication. Continue forward through the tape is my third point. As humans, we see our lives in a linear timeline from birth to death, then resurrection for eternity. God, I believe, sees us very differently. He sees our whole life spread out before him. He sees perfectly both the good and the bad. As scripture says, we are in a race as a runner trying to do his will. From our perspective, there's a beginning and an end, and each of us is somewhere on that line of life. Every day we can choose to move forward and toward God or move away from him and toward mankind. Standing still is rarely not an option. As the world becomes more difficult, actively direct your path toward God and how he would have you respond. Stay on that narrow path of Matthew 7:13 until you've reached the end, confident in receiving the prize of eternal life. 1 Corinthians 9:24. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.